Welcome everyone to another edition of my Tuesday Tip video series. Uh, this time I'm going to be answering the question, should you buy a home in 2020? And so the answer is going to be different depending on your circumstance. Now if you are a renter and you're looking at finally getting into the home ownership category, you have a very different factors to consider versus somebody that is a homeowner that is looking to do a trade-up or has multiple properties and they're looking to look at their portfolio and determine what is the best strategy moving forward. So let's look at the renter perspective first. So as a renter, you have the option of the flexibility of renting. However, as you know, that when you are renting, you have a very limited controls as to what you can do with the house. You have little control of what happens with rent if it does increase uh, every year. Um, and you definitely don't have any of the upsides of equity. At the same time, you are paying someone else's landlord. That's number one, the most important thing. Now, what are the risks if you're trying to buy in 2020? Of course, there's all these headline articles. Uh, the market's gonna crash because there's an exodus of people fleeing from the Silicon Valley, or people are able to work remotely. They'll just go to like the Midwest or something. Um, at the other end, uh, prices are so high, it's, it's bound to correct. Look at this article here. This was back in 2015. And check out this article here. This was in 2016. And you can see these reports have been going on for years. Now, if you listen to those articles and you were not able to buy at that time, guess what happened? The real estate market, market went up 30 to 40% just even in the, that time period. And so you have to understand not just it becomes further out of reach for yourself, but also you've been paying rent all this time. So not only do you have this cost of prices being higher, so you have to pay more to get into that price point, but at the same time you've been paying tens of thousands of dollars, if not likely $100,000 of rent in, that, in those three to four years. So something to be aware of, if you are a renter, look at the positives right now. You have a little bit less competition than you had a few years ago. Bay Area prices tend to go up over a long period, you don't, as long as you're not having to sell or need to sell in case the market does go down. And interest rates also extremely low. We're at some of the lowest levels in history at this time. So there's a lot of the upsides and all of the benefits of homeownership. And we're not even talking about some of the benefits from a tax perspective. You may also buy a place and then rent out different rooms to help lower your cost of ownership. And so you have that component. And the biggest thing is, can you really time the market? People try to think, hey look, well, uh, we wanna wait till this year because it's gonna drop and we're gonna all of a sudden be the smart people that are gonna scoop in just like what happened in 2008. The situation now is very different than 2008 and you can see just from all the evidence of all the stimulus that has been happening all across the economy, but also how proactive the banks are with trying to work with consumers. That approach that happened was because they were under significant distress and so they had no choice but to liquidate and get rid of it as fast as possible. But this time they're much more flush with, uh, flush with capital. There's a lot of government support that's very early ahead of time and they're continuing to push rates lower. So it, it puts a lot more uh, uh, support for the banks uh, and for homeowners. So that's something to be aware of and be careful where you hear different uh, concerns and 
uh, headline uh, reports from and understand what is the meaning behind that. What is very interesting this time around is I look at the demographic of people that are complaining and hoping for the real estate market to crash. Check a look at their backgrounds. Are they homeowners or the renters? Majority of them, interesting enough, are renters. So if you look at the, the data from the last 10 years, the home ownership percentage for the American population has dropped by about 10%. Now, what's interesting though is there's more houses than there were 10 years ago. So what does that mean? It actually means a lot of the homeowners are buying many properties these days, and many homeowners, more than you may think, own multiple properties, even here in the Bay Area. So it's interesting to understand like, who are the ones that are hoping for a correction? It tends to be renters. And of course, who wouldn't want a discount? I would love a discount on a Rolex or a discount on an LV uh, purse or a Chanel purse. But the key is understanding about timing, understanding about your situation, and knowing it's not as easy to time it as you may think. Here's another example. The market in 2018 already dropped in most places in, around the, the Bay Area by about 10 to 15% in certain markets, mostly about 10%. Now, were you active at that point? Should you have been excited? You should have been. It should have been a great time. But how were you feeling at that point? You think it'll keep dropping? And then actually it rebounded from 2019 to 2020. We're at basically the same levels, if not higher, than we were during when it started dropping, which was the mid of 2018. So there's all these aspects where like, timing is nearly impossible, but it's not about short-term timings. That's incredibly difficult to do and to forecast. It's all about long-term thinking and holding it for a long-term and getting your exposure in so that if you are wrong, and it doesn't drop, you still get the upside and the exposure that the market has gone up. And the thing is just be careful, simply having a larger reserve than you may want. Because keep in mind, you'll do a math calculation. So let's say you are able to afford a house for $1.2 million. Why don't you just buy a house for a million dollars? Then you have clearly $200,000 of that kind of reserve in place for a very rainy day. So those are a lot of the ways how many of my buyers are switching that mentality of getting to home ownership, the values of home ownership, and to get away from the rental mentality that a oh, real estate is too high, I scared myself out to begin with, or there's just too much competition. All these, really, they're fake news from that perspective. So I hope this was helpful to gain a general insights as to whether you should make the move. It's not right for everybody, so if you are only here for a short period, uh, don't buy, just rent. Right? There's, there's plenty of opportunities to rent. But if you plan to be here for at least two to three years, for various reasons, whether it's jobs, opportunity, lifestyle, the weather, the food, those are all components of why people tend to stay here and tend to stay here for much longer than they may think. And so with that, if your time horizon is two to three years, then it's a very, at this time, it's, very, it's a very good condition to buy it, especially with how low interest rates are. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, weekly series of the Tuesday Tip video. I get this question all the time, should I buy now, should I wait? They, and they ask me, what is my forecast? My forecast right now, as of today, is going through 
the next one or two months, I think we're gonna have a very competitive market. I suspect prices will continue to rise. Inventory have been increasing, but buyer demand has increased significantly faster. So you have this delta in between. So I suspect the next two months are gonna be competitive. Six months out to, to I would say a year and a half out, I have no idea what will happen, neither do you, nobody does. If you did, if you're really that confident, then reach out to me, share that with all of your friends that own houses because you should tell them to sell their house. Because think about this, if you are really that smart with timing the market and you can really predict the market, you should not own right now. You should just simply sell everything you have and just sit on cash. And then that way, if, the, if you projected the market will drop by whatever percent you think it will be, then you can buy a lot more properties or you can buy a bigger property. So that's my challenge to you. If you really are pessimistic about it, I'm not trying to say you're right or you're wrong. I'd say feel free to share that with other people because uh, share that with other people that are not renters. That's to be clear, share that with home sellers because we need a lot more inventory. So that's uh, my, my tip of the day. Whichever way you feel, we need it. You may be right, you may be wrong, but if you're a renter and you're trying to get away from paying for someone else's mortgage, I hope this was advice. Of course, if you like this video, please smash that like button. Really appreciate all the, all the support. It's been uh, fun kind of growing this, uh, this video series from over just the last few months. It's uh, something that I'm gonna keep doing every week. Uh, even as I've been getting significantly busier on the real estate side, as things have significantly opened up and buyer demand has just picked up through the roof. So please hit that subscribe button, like this video, and if there's any topics that you want me to cover in great detail, just let me know and I'm happy to consider it into the next topics that I have lined up. And then other than that, have a good week. See you at the next one. Bye now. Hey podcast world, thank you so much for your support. I do post at least three shows a week. If you like the content, please leave a five-star review, smash that subscribe button, and share it with your friends. Looking forward to have you back at the next one. Bye now.